Welcome to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, your boy, the ultimate one. I'm coming to you live from New York City. And tonight, we're going to go to AEW Dynamite Review. Happened week five, episode five. Um, And the show started off real good. I mean, it started off with uh, the cameras in the airport where uh, there was a private plane. And Tony Schiavone came out along with uh, Dustin Rose. Uh, and then right behind Dustin Rose was um, um, Cody, and pretty much they were talking about the, the contract signing that was going to happen during the night. Um, and then um, Mr. Uh, Dustin Rose decided to take another cab, uh, probably a cab or a car, whatever it was, and he hugged his brother and had a deep hug, um, telling him everything he loves him, everything's going to be good. And this is uh, the storyline of the title match that Cody Rhodes is going to have with Jericho as as the show started. These guys, um, Cody and Tony Giovanni, got in the uh, limo. So uh, pretty much uh, that was the way the show started. But the first match of the night was uh, Hagman Page versus Sammy Guevara from the Inner Circle. There was the Elite versus the Inner Circle. So this got everybody started. This match was pretty much good, pretty much great. I mean, it was a great match. Um, the uh, Sammy Guevara, of course, you know, he does his little, uh, you know, uh, being a very uh, arrogant and, you know, doing his little moves and all that. Um, at one point, he slapped the bricks out of uh, Adam Page. Adam Page got pissed off at nearly decapitating him with a clothesline. Uh, this was pretty good. I mean... Sammy Guevara brought it to uh, to Adam Page, but this is kind of uh, pretty much was good for Adam Page so he could get back into the flow. I mean, Adam Page right now looks like he's going to turn heel. I mean, because if you guys watch the BTE, being the elite this week, um, kind of Cody Rowe asked him if he's all right, if everything was cool with him. But it looks like the last couple of weeks, he looks like he's been pissed off ever since he lost to, uh, to uh, uh, Chris Jericho, then he lost to Pac. So he's not happy right now. So don't be surprised if he gets involved in the uh, Cody Rose and Jericho and ends up joining the inner circle. Never, never know. Anything is possible. But right now, it looks like uh, the match between him and um, Pac is going to happen uh, in full gear. But uh, the match between him and Sammy Guevara, um, he beat Sammy Guevara with a buckshot lariat. And um, he beat Sammy Guevara, which I find it kind of weird that any of the inner circle guys came out to uh, to accompany Sammy Guevara, even though you had nobody in the elite uh, elite corner of, of Hangman Page. He didn't come out with anybody either. But that was the way the the, the show started. Then right after that, there was a, a women's title match. Um, but before that, they show uh, Cody Rose and um, Tony Schiavone talking about the old days of, uh, you know, Dusty, Ro- Dusty Rhodes and the American Dream and how he said that, um, uh, you know, if, if you're that important, if you're going to make yourself that important, make everybody wait. In other words, make Jericho wait. So it was a very touching story, that video package, that pretty much showed them in the limo talking about the old days and this is got it's, it's good because it doesn't show that every you know every show is going to be match 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 no promos and no backstage stuff but now you know as you see they are doing it very well and this 
tonight was a or last night was a a show that was full of craziness. A lot of craziness happened, but then they had the women's match between Shanna. I never seen this girl, Shanna. Never heard of her. Was supposed to she's Portuguese best, and she went in the ring to um, to wrestle Hiroki Shida. Hiroki Shida, I thought she'll be the one who will be Riho. So she could get a shot at the AEW Women's Title Match this week. You didn't see Riho um, and uh, and um, and AEW Dynamite this week. Maybe she probably came out AEW Dark. Who knows? But this was a good match. I mean, at first I was like, eh, it's a woman. I don't know who Shana is. Hiroki Shida. I mean, she pretty much. I seen the wrestle. She's pretty good. But this actually turned out to be a good match. I mean, there's Shayna. Never heard of, but it was a good match. People were in it. The fans were in it, so it was pretty good. But you know, Hiroki Shida proves that she belongs there, and she, I think, she should have been one of the top contenders for the AEW Women's Title as she beat uh, Shauna with a knee strike and beat her for one, two, three. Then um, Tony Schiavone went and started interviewing, and uh, well, actually brought out a Hall of Fame tag team called the Rock and Roll Express, and I will talk about that when we return. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. So, like I said, the Rock and Roll Express were introduced in this uh, show last night. Rock and Roll Express, uh, they're still wrestling. These guys are over 60-something years old. They're still wrestling. They will be at No Limits at House of Glory on November 16th. Just shouting out House of Glory. Uh, but they will be there. I don't know if they're going to wrestle or they're going to be uh, autograph signing, but... Again, Rock and Roll Express still wrestling around, and these guys are very—they're very—they impressed me. They're from their age, they're still doing their thing. But the Rock and Roll Express uh, were in there to introduce the AEW Tag Team Belts. They were going to be the ones that were going to, uh, I guess, crown the new AEW champions for the night. Because tonight was the, or last night was the, uh, the the finals for the AEW Tag Team Tournament. So as they're talking. Out of nowhere, Santana Ortiz came out and they kind of like sneaked attacked them, hit him with a, like a sock with a hard object. They pretty much hit uh, Robert Gibson first and then they attacked uh, Ricky Morton. And they kept beating on them. And at one point, they, they, they took Morton and they, they kind of like grabbed them like in a powerbomb uh, move. And they pretty much dropped them right through the stage. Um, and... You had all kinds of, of people, medical, the Young Bucks came out to help him um, as Santana Ortiz left. I mean, I love what Santana Ortiz are doing. They are like, they're thugs. They're actually showing that they're the inner circle thugs. They'll do anything. They're nasty. They're, they're going to do whatever it takes for them to become a good tag team uh, champions and be the best. I mean, to me, Santana Ortiz were already the, one of the top three tag teams in my book. You know, um, so and so they did their thing last night, and um, so they attacked the Rock and Roll Express, and this was uh, it was some crazy stuff. 
Uh, and then they had the best friend versus uh, best friend and Orange Cassidy against John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and QT Marshall. So QT Marshall made his debut. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, that's that. He's the guy who's always in Cody's office eating an apple. Um, so he actually made his debut. He used to be a wrestler, uh, got hurt, had, I think, a neck surgery or whatever, but now he's given another chance to wrestle. John Silver, I've seen him in House of Glory. And Alex Reynolds, I know about him because he teamed up with John Silver a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I forgot, I think they fought Santana Ortiz. Um, so this match was more of com- comedian because they had... Uh, to the something more in because it's going to be a part of a show and adult swim whatever and you had all the fans with the mask on uh, so it was mostly you know it's pretty much comedic tag team orange cassidy of course did his thing with his hands in his pocket so this match didn't really caught my eye like i wanted to uh and um so i was hoping it'd be better but the best friend in orange cassidy uh, ended up uh, winning this match. Uh, they came in with outf- with Halloween outfits and all that. So that didn't really call me because, I, I mean, best friends should not be in this type of acts. These guys, they're the best friend, but they're a good tag team. I mean, I guess they did it last night for the first time, comedic-like. I just don't want them to be like WWE. So with Orange Cassidy, I think I'm getting why people are so cra- not crazy about him because I'm yet to see Orange Cassidy uh, wrestle. I mean, people telling me that he's good, whatever, but all I see him right now is just doing the nice little kicks, you know, slow kicks, whatever. Uh, so, and he does the dives with his hands in his pocket. I mean, I guess it's different. I'm expecting more. Uh, who knows? Uh, I just don't, um, just don't get it. Uh, I think, um, I mean, Orange Cassidy, if they're going to keep him as com- comedic style, uh, they, they gotta do something with him. I mean, this thing is not gonna go well if they keep doing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. I mean, I'm already, I was hearing before uh, AE Dynamite started um, in October 2nd how a lot of people did not like Orange Cassidy because he really didn't do anything. Uh, I, I defended him saying, well, you know, give him a break. Maybe he do what he's supposed to do, whatever. But apparently, this is what I'm seeing. I keep seeing the same thing over and over again. Guys, I will be right back after these. And we're back. So, the next uh, segment was the contract signing between uh, Cody and Chris Jericho. Uh, they signed the contract. At one point, um, it looked like Jericho was going to turn the table around, you know, like WWE does. And this and that. And then, kind of. Jericho told him, oh, I told you to trick you, whatever. Cody looked nervous because he didn't want to get caught uh, sneak attack. But as they signed the contract or whatever, um, Jericho said, hey, we're two professional guys. How about we do a handshake, whatever. And as they kept, um, they shook the hand, um, they kind of pulled at each other and looked at each other. And that's what Jericho said, well, I was you. I'll go and take care of business. We could do this all day, shaking our hands and grabbing each other. But I believe you got other things to do, you know, or be somewhere. And as soon as they said that, in the big screen, Sammy Guevara comes out and looks like he's recording something. And then you see Jake Hager beating up on Dustin Rhodes. Um, one point, uh, Mr. Jake Hager, the monster, the, the beast for the inner circle, 
uh, grabbed um, Dustin Rose for kind of body slammed him against the, the limousine. At one point, he even he bounced his head off the side of the, of the limo and dented the car. That's how hard he hit him. And then they grabbed his arm and kind of reminded me back of the Full Horseman, Dusty Rose feud. They grabbed his arm and they slammed the limousine door on Dusty or uh, Dustin Rose's hand uh, or arm. And then I don't know where Cody came with some security and all that stuff to stop the uh, inner circle. And next thing you know, you see Jericho lighting up a cigar and laughing about it. They got into it, uh, a big limo, it looked like a Jeep limo. And that was it. Uh, but then we had the tag team, uh, it was like a, a six man tag. This one, or oh, the entrance to one of these teams, pretty much caught me off guard. And I'm going to tell you what. And the match was Hydra 2 and Kip Sabian against the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Buck. When they were introducing Kenny Omega, and show Kenny Omega walking in the streets of Japan, and then all of a sudden, some type like a video game type thing came out. And I'm going to read what it said and it looked like some 1985 video game it says you remember us don't you we're still inseparable right after all this time aren't we all of a sudden a little logo that kind of remind me of new japan's pro wrestling logo popped in front of the screen all of a sudden in the bottom it says cleaner and then it said and that's it kept doing it, uh, continued rolling. It said, remember your friends? And it showed the Young Bucks, Riho, I believe Sammy Guevara was back there, and the, whatever. And then he said, remember your best friend. And they had an image, not a, like a shadow, of the G1 Climax. And Ibushi, not the picture, but his shape, it looked like him. And then it said, he was never on your side. And now it's a matter of time when everyone goes away too. Doesn't it hurt being alone? Don't worry, we can help you. Join us and your pain will end forever. All of a sudden, the little New Japan logo started shaking. And he said, what? My illusion? And all of a sudden, a sock comes out of nowhere, lands on the logo and says, a sock? Uh, it says, yes, yeah, stick a sock on it. Uh, mind if I tag in this time, Kenny? It was like, you know, the young bugs saying, we'll tag with you. Now, this kind of threw me off, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I didn't expect Kenny Omega to throw shade at New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the reason I say he's throwing shade at New Japan Pro Wrestling was because you guys know about a couple of weeks ago, New Japan announced that they're gonna have um, New Japan USA, which they're gonna have a promotion for New Japan, but we'll be in the United States. So I guess what is going on here is Kenny Omega saying, screw you, New Japan. Now you wanna come to my territory when I'm no longer with you, or you don't wanna work with us. Now you wanna bring your own promotions to the United States. So I don't know where this is going, but I don't know if you guys saw it or you guys caught up to it. A lot of these podcasters I had did not catch up to it. I know that for a fact because no one is talking about it. I'm the first one to talk about it. And I'm the first one who saw this last night. 
the minute I saw this last night, I questioned it. I was like, what's going on here? So, anyway, we'll be right back. And we're back. So, again, we're talking about that little logo and what happened last night. So, anyway, the hybrid two, Russell Kip Sabian and Kenny Omega, the Young Buck. This match was pretty good. Uh, there was back and forth, a lot of high-risk moves. I mean, the Elite and Kenny Omega, or the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, when they team up, they are like, you know, it's like dancing in the prom. You know how to dance. Your, your partners are great. They go with your moves, and they are great. Um, pretty much, uh, this is pretty good. Kip Sabian and Hybrid 2, they, they were good too. But, again, Kenny Omega... Uh, caught, I believe, was uh, Jack Evans and caught him with a one-wing angel and end up beating a hybrid two and keep saving. But as Kenny Omega um, celebrating in the ring, the Young Bucks got attacked by Santana Ortiz and they kind of laid them out. So now it was, you know, it was uh, kind of a... They jumped him from behind. They attacked him. They're trying to get one over them before the the uh, November 9th pay-per-view. But, you know, it goes to show you Santana Ortiz, these guys and the Young Buck, this is going to be a great match. I cannot wait to see this full gear uh, match. But anyway, after that, Peter Avalon comes out and starts talking crap. He comes out with the librarian. Uh, I forgot the girl's name. But um, Peter Avalon starts talking nonsense out of nowhere. And out of nowhere... John Moxley comes in and kind of uh, gives the death rider to uh, Peter Avalon. Uh, I mean, last week I called it the Dirty Deeds because I forgot that that's what they call it, not the death rider. So, and John Moxley got on the mic and started talking about how uh, AEW is not going to do what the other guys did before. Now, I forgot to mention that in the beginning of the show, they showed John Moxley going into the, uh, I think it was sometime last week after the match between him and, and Pac and Kenny Omega saved him, uh, got into Tony Kong's uh, office and claimed that, that they didn't want to sanction the match, the lights out, that they weren't going to, they, they were going to say a non-sanction, it was not going to count the records. John Moxley took that as offense saying, oh, you're trying to protect your boy, Kenny Omega, because you know what I'm going to do to him. The, your, his blood is again, it's going to be on you. So pretty much uh, John Moxley attacked Peter Avalon, pretty much started talking about the same thing, that he's not, nobody's going to put him in a little box. He's going to do what he's going to do. He's going to beat the crap out of um, Kenny Omega. This match is going to be crazy. I, I know I can see it happening. It's going to be great. Um, I cannot wait. Um, also, so... Then we had the uh, the tag team title match, uh, the the inaugural title uh, match with SCU versus the Lucha Bros. This match was pretty good, but here was the problem: they were running low on time, and um, that's something that has been happening the last two weeks. Uh, their time management is not good. That's why I say, in a way, uh, the uh, I, I believe where they messed up was at one point when the best friend and Orange Cassidy match. Uh, they kind of like put another segment with Cody Rose and Tony Schiavone talking and that took like three or four minutes instead of them not even bothering to put that but they did put it and that kind of affected the SCU versus Lucha Bros uh, match um, and they try to they try to do so quick stuff or whatever and the match was pretty good I'm not gonna front I mean Lucha Bros pretty much control most of the match 
but uh, SCU end up winning in a roll-up, and they were uh, pronounced as the new AEW Tag Team Champions, but we didn't get, the, the celebration wasn't something that you would see, explosions, happiness, congratulations, unless they're going to do what they did last week, where they'll put AEW Extend, and you'll get to see it again this Friday, because again, not managing the time correctly, so I mean, overall, the show was pretty good. It, it, it set up everything for uh, for November 9th, full gear. Um, it, again, the thing with uh, where the Dustin Rose got attacked in the parking lot kind of reminded me of the 1985 when the Horsemen attacked Dustin, Dusty Rose and pretty much did almost the exact thing. Something they did that to Lex Luger, same thing. But I like what they're doing. It's not, it's backstage stuff, but it's not, funny segment backstage stuff um so and you know i like it i, I like the whole thing and it was the, the whole aew even though they lost almost close to 170 something viewers last night because of the world series but hopefully they'll get those people back um so uh, they did beat nxt again um nxt just lost about think of a hundred thousand but again the world series was was um playing last night um or was on because it was game seven with the houston astros and versus the nationals and you know so that pretty much took most of the stuff but i want to know i still am like rattled and still bugging out about why in the world what the part the entrance of king omega was done the whole thing is that to me i took it as he took a pot shot at New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I believe there's still some animosity toward New Japan Pro Wrestling because there was word coming out that Tadahashi was in the president's ear during Kenny Omega's reign. And that's what Kenny Omega's reign in IWGP and um, in New Japan was not a solid reign. The guy he beat uh, Okada for the, for the IWGP title. And then after that, his reign was not that strong he did wrestle in the g1 climax but after that he looked like he wasn't he was hurt and then so maybe he just took a shot at new japan also because new japan is planning to make a promotion here in the united states but you know and then new japan is trying to be the number two or number one so uh it's going to be interesting but 2020 is going to be very interesting how the wrestling world is going to be uh, everything and, and it's funny how uh, about, about, what, about 10 months ago the wrestling world was waiting for AEW remember the clock in, New, in, Japan, in Japan when the Young Bucks Kenny Omega uh, I think it wasn't Omega I think it was Adam Page and the villain you know um, you know um, they were all getting together for the countdown here we are um, October 31st, Halloween night, and I'm doing my review, and tomorrow will be November 1st, and the year's almost over, and here we are, uh, AEW is up to the fifth week, going to the sixth next week, um, I want to see what's going to be the, 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 sh- the card for next week, because that's going to set up for the next Saturday for the pay-per-view, so we'll see, it's going to be interesting, and I believe that it's going to be good, good pay-per-view. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it and I'm going to have fun watching it. But thanks again, guys, for um, 
listening. Um, again, this is the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I know it's made it kind of long, but uh, I wanted to get into details of a lot of stuff, you know, and last night was pretty good. Um, so, um, I can't, usually I tell you what's going to happen the following week, but they didn't announce anything, so now it's up in the air, so we'll see. But again, thank you for listening. Um, I will be um, doing another podcast on most likely maybe Sunday uh, instead of Monday because I have a lot of stuff. I saw the Crown Jewel and I want to do my review on that and um, some other stuff that has been happening in the wrestling world. So I definitely want to talk about that. But other than that, guys, I thank you again for listening. I thank for everybody who tuned in and give me your feedback on what you listen to. If you guys want to leave voice message, you can leave voice message on my Anchor podcast or uh, whatever you like to listen to. If it's Apple, iHeart, uh, Pandora, uh, what else we got? Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. That's where I'm at. I'm all over the place. I can just tell you where I'm at right now. You can listen to it and give me uh, probably subscribe to the, to, the, to the podcast. You're gonna you're gonna like it because I get to straight to the point. I give you enough information uh, of what's going on in the wrestling business. I give you the AEW review. Um, Dynamite review every Thursday and I give you either Sunday or Monday I give you what's going on what has happened during the week but other than that guys thank you once again also check out my YouTube channel called the ultimate the number one wrestling news it's ultimate the number one wrestling news ultimate one wrestling news check it out uh, check out I got videos there I just um, I just put this week uh, I think it was Sunday the uh, Finn Balor turning heel my thoughts uh, and my opinions on that um, if you like what you see in that channel, check out the other videos I have, other contents in there. Uh, press the notification bell to subscribe to the channel. Um, check out my uh, my links, my Facebook page, my Twitter page, my Instagram page. They're all there. Again, but today we're doing the audio podcast for AEW Dynamite episode five, guys. And hopefully you enjoyed it. I'll see y'all in a couple of days and have a good night.